Welcome back to the Canadian Gun Vault. My name is Mark Morelli. I'll be your host for this evening's podcast. I know you're probably listening to it in the morning on your drive. Uh, Canadian Limey, I'll do my best to keep it in somewhere around the 35-minute mark so you arrive just on time as it's finishing. Uh, you know, I'm looking at the latest news. And, you know, the standout is going to have to be the total ban on guns in urban areas. You know, they're, they're taking vote, uh, voting polls. Like, you know, percentage-wise, who's for it, you know, like, and so they're doing these polls in areas, uh, you know, that are, like, unknown. I mean, I could poll 2,000, apparently, uh, total number of votes, uh, 4,346. So, I don't know, I, I try, you know, I try and keep an open mind that maybe these are, like, blind polls, but I know that they're not. I mean, they must go to an area where they know they can get, you know, a, a high percentage rate that are in favor of. And you got to wonder who's funding the poll and, you know, eh, we got to make sure his horse comes in first. Uh, you know, like to say that like 69% or whatever it was, uh, you know, are in total favor of banning guns from, you know, uh, urban areas. And yeah, you know, that's nice. I, I, could, I could go to the gun range and I could take a poll. And I'll bet you I could find 100% people that would be interested in a relaxation of the gun laws because, you know, they're not the problem. Uh, you know, to take, to take these things kind of, you know, lightly, uh, when I see these things going out in the news, I think to myself, well, you know what, let's, let's put our own polls out there too. Why don't we, uh, seeing as we don't know where these ones are coming from, I'm willing to bet that if we went into any one of a number of areas, areas uh, randomly and asked them if they wanted to, you know, you know, if they if they were explained, you know, what the laws entail, they probably would sit there and say, well, no, if, you know, if it just means spending more money and it's ineffective as it is, like, why are we still using that? Doesn't that cost more, you know, more money? And, you know, like, if you really, if you really did take people and intelligently kind of educate them, uh, I'm sure, you know, you'd find that a much higher number of people would be in favor of, uh, you know, uh, streamlining the current laws. But, you know, these polls go out there, and, of course, the uh, Canadian uh, firearm community gets a little bit rambunctious. Uh, you know, yeah, uh-huh, another, uh, another fake news poll. Uh, they don't really take them, you know, probably as seriously as they should. Uh, you know, these go out there, people see them, they go, oh, yeah, yeah, you know. I, I, think, I think to kind of disregard, uh, you know, the media kind of working up the war machine. Uh, you know, as uh, we come up on anniversaries of, uh, you know, massacres and, you know, the government promising uh, to strengthen up gun laws. And, I mean, they delay the delivery of the new legislation. And it's like, well, what's going on there? You know, I've had, I've had a number of people contact me and say, like, what do you think? I don't know. Uh, you know, are they lumping more in? Are, you know, are they, are they making some last minute changes so that it's actually, actually something that, you know, could be implemented? I don't, I don't know. Um, I, I, I do grow increasingly concerned, though, when there's all this secrecy surrounding it. You know, I really do want to know what they're cooking up. And by now, we should have some idea before they drop it in our laps. Uh, but, you know, hopefully we'll uh, get news very soon. Uh, you know, if this government is interested in being transparent, uh, as they promised, we should be able to kind of, you know, get an inkling of as, as to what they've got planned. I don't know. Like, I pay attention, you know, in the firearm community. Like, somebody should know by now if it wasn't such a big secret. Uh, you know, like, yeah, we're thinking about this or that. And, I mean, it, it, can't, be, it can't be good if we haven't heard anything. That's, that's kind of my, 
you know, take on things. But, you know, it could just as easily be uh, that, you know, the number of farm owners in this country has grown so enormous, uh, so quickly, and, you know, you've got this growing voice, and you're bound together with social media. You've got YouTube, you got uh, Instagram and Facebook, uh, you know, podcasts like these to kind of connect us all, which is, which is cool. Uh, you know, when I created the Canadian Gun Vault, it initially started just with the uh, Instagram account. And, uh, you know, people have kind of asked me, you know, you know, why, wow, like, you know, it, it's, it's really an interesting build. Like, what is it? And, and sometimes it kind of defies description. I, I really, I really want to answer this question because I, I, I've looked at this one quite often. Is like, why? Well, you know, I, I saw a need in the firearm community to, uh, you know, have some kind of common uh, voice. And so I decided to create this place where everybody could kind of come. Uh, I wanted there to be, uh, you know, room for everybody, you know, because uh, you, you go to clubs and stuff and you can see the clicks and the shotgun guys don't really mix with the rifle guys and, uh, you know, sporting clay guys don't hang out with handgun guys. And I mean, they're separate ranges, so these people don't really see each other, but it's nice to see people kind of cross borders. And, uh, you know, every once in a while you'd see a guy that you ordinarily saw, you know, on the trap range, he'd be on the firing line. It was kind of odd. Uh, you know, they didn't get out there that often. And, uh, you know, to see people kind of migrate around uh, more these days uh, makes it, you know, a lot easier uh, for, for me to photograph, you know, people I know. And, you know, to like showcase uh, the Canadian firearm community for what it was. Um, you know, I really saw a need to do that. And, you know, I, I I started taking pictures and I started posting them and people started liking them and spreading them around a little bit. And then there was this crazy uh, Snake Slayer video. It was just a, like a little clip on Instagram and it skyrocketed. And all of a sudden my numbers were climbing thousands, you know, um, a week. And it was really exciting, you know, like, like, okay, people like what I'm doing. That's nice. I, you know, I really didn't uh, imagine that the Canadian Gumball was going to become uh, kind of a voice, you know, in a community, which uh, is totally cool. Like, I mean, I, I really love watching this thing evolve. And, uh, you know, like, you know, first it was for enthusiasts and, you know, to, to educate people. I kind of liked, uh, you know, doing the write-ups on the guns and you know for me that was you know that was really you know interesting um you know to to do the research and to talk about the guns and to actually photograph them you know in action in people's hands was really kind of uh for me exciting and uh, you know to share that with the public and to, to watch them show interest uh you know to hear from people and, and you know and they say that there's um you know at times i've heard people uh, you know come across and tell me that they got their license because of us and and that makes me really happy you know i hear about father-son combinations yeah we, we you know we were watching your show we were you know we decided to get our license and we went and we did it you know and 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 that really is is you know the power of social media uh you know if you can kind of bring people into this world and and show them that it is really you know exciting and fun and it's normal people doing it uh of all shapes and sizes you don't have to be an action hero you know, to, to shoot a gun. And, you know, and it looks like a friendly community, and it is. Um, and there's just so much you can learn and, and do. Uh, you know, it's endless. You know, it's, it really is an amusement park for adults, you know, responsible adults uh, to go to the range. Um, you know, there, there's a safety protocol in place, and, you know, uh, people still have personalities, though. Like, I mean, you, you don't, you know, uh, just load a gun and shoot, 
blindly at nothing. Like, I mean, uh, there's, there's, you know, a social aspect to it. Um, you know, there's, there's, you know, mechanical aspect when things fail and, you know, uh, occasionally get people like, you know, turning to others for help. Uh, there, there really is, you know, uh, always that one guy on the range who's got everything you need to fix your gun uh, on site you got to watch that guy though uh with the pocket knife that decides he's going to you know like pry open your gun using it like that guy you got to keep an eye on like he's not a gunsmith uh when you first go out there as a new shooter be careful (laughs) you know always uh never be afraid to turn to the person next to you if you think there's a problem that's uh you know (laughs) uh you know that's the other thing i get asked a lot is you know um being out on the line, uh, occasionally people have like you know, failures or you know they don't know what to do. Uh, if you ever have a problem, uh, put the gun down, you know, gently. <laughs> you know, I've seen people throw guns down when they they do something funny. Um, <laughs> I don't know, it's not working. They just you know drop it on the desk. Don't do that. Like uh, put the, put them down gently, and you know, and turn to the person next to you if you've had a problem and you can't you know if you don't recognize it easily. And uh, just ask them what they think, <laughs> and you'll get the help you need. Uh, that's that's one of the cool things about the firearm community is there's always somebody nearby that knows what he's doing. Hopefully, um, you know that person will probably be you with a bit of time. You know, it's uh, there, there are certain principles, and I've always enjoyed, you know, instructing new people. Uh, I'm not qualified as an instructor. I I, I would I shouldn't say that. I'm not instructing people. I'm just kind of you know, uh, assisting them along. Uh, offering you know good advice I, I wouldn't call myself an instructor by any means uh, for the people that are qualified no disrespect to you I probably would screw up nine times in the first 30 seconds and you know uh, I always think I'm safe but uh, being you know being in the shooting community uh, from all the way back in the uh, late 80s early 90s uh, you know it was like the wild wild west back then you know I took I took a good friend of mine uh, Adrian out once uh you know like you know like 20 years later uh you know he he you know asked me like when i was younger i was uh, much more into guns uh, and then i got out for a while while i was in police and then i returned to the community and uh, you know it was really it was really fun to take out like you know one of my childhood friends you know who we'd gone shooting with you know as kids <laughs> you know, and if you remember that friend you had when you had a pellet gun when you were a kid, I mean, <laughs> the chaos that ensued. Um, you know, I'm sure everybody has, you know, um, you know, a target that they hit that they, you know, would admit to at some point or another in their life with a pellet gun. Um, you know, whether it be, you know, mom's vase or, <laughs> you know, uh, there's definitely you know something cool about you know think, thinking back to those times so adrian's a part of that for me and so i get adrian out and of course he's out on the firing line with me and you know uh he goes to change a magazine and he turns the gun kind of sideways and i'm like whoops we're not in the 90s buddy <laughs> like there's no one to the left there was only like a berm but still you know like it's like oh you know and it's it's amazing how you know uh, the way people were taught back then and what was okay you know, acceptable then in terms of safety was different. Uh, so to bring, bring people up to speed and to uh, now with a modern standard, uh, you know, of safety protocols, you know, that's put, put in place uh, in most clubs, you know, it's, it's pretty safe, you know, to go shooting. Um, you, won't, you won't find many loosey-goosey ranges uh, out there these days, uh, you know, that aren't regulated. But uh, to, be, to be part of this community and to, uh, you know, be able to get Adrian out uh, was a real treat for me. Uh, I, I want to get so many people out. Uh, it's really, it's really difficult to keep up sometimes. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people that have been on the back burner for a while that, uh, you know, I'm hoping to get out. 
uh, got some really cool, you know, Swedish Mausers, uh, you know, and a few other guns that I'm really excited about shooting. And I know that uh, most of you know that when I get excited about anything, uh, there's got to be something really cool in it. Uh, we love bringing you guys the, uh, uh, you know, the art we do and the, uh, you know, the um, <laughs> firearm photography. Like, I, I love doing that. Uh, you know, it's difficult to keep up. I might have to take a little bit of a period to slow down a little bit. Uh, so you might see fewer um, fewer postings. Uh, I'm going to devote my energies into a few other uh, areas of the Canadian Gun Vault, and then we're going to uh, resume uh, filming, of course, and we're dropping some really cool stuff is coming up soon. Uh, in fact, we filmed something the other day that, you know, really makes me uh, happy uh, to uh, get it to you guys. Uh, this is going to be, like, hands down, like, one of the most ridiculous events ever uh, on our YouTube channel. Uh, I'll, I'll kind of share it with you guys. So, you know, for the people that are listening really closely, you know, you get the drop on the video. Uh, we have uh, the shotgun pistol uh, video coming up. And I promise you guys are going to laugh your butts off. Uh, for the people that really like, you know, full-on horsepower type handguns, you're going to dig this one. Anyway, that's about all the time I have for tonight's episode of Canadian Gun Vault Behind the Vault Door. Oh, looks like Canadian Limey, you're out of luck, buddy. You're going to have to find a good radio station to get you in the rest of the way to work. We're only coming in at the 17-minute mark. All right, folks, have a great day, and as always, be safe.